Yo Amsterdam and I'm filling up nice That's Van der Sar and Ten Hag Aye I might just shot this beat for 10 bags Real talk on my life I couldn't give a fuck about them man And all my guys are ballers Coming like we're playing for sim rap Fake use, get rid of them Me and the gang was doing our plans last year Ah, uh, cool What's going on people? Welcome back to the Ballers Corner Podcast Get me, you got, you got your guy Shay in the building Got Jeff, my cold Yo, yo My podcaster, you get what I'm saying? We've got a couple special guests in the building Because we've got uh, an Arsenal themed podcast today So I've had to get two Arsenal fans that I feel like I can have this debate with And get Jeff to answer some good questions about What it is that we think on certain things And yeah, you get me So we've got first, we've got RP What are you saying my bro? Yo, yo. I'm saying you good? Yeah, man, I'm blessed, man. Welcome, man. <clears throat> get me. Welcome, it's your first time on the pod and that. You get me saying, Roshane, you saying you're good? Yeah, I'm good, bro. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. Sick, 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 sick. All right, Jeff, I'm going to hand it over to you. Get me fry, fry away and for your questions ask my guy. All right, let's get started. So, mm. so you lot are going through some good times now, isn't it? But That's I want to take it. Hey, bro, you RP, way yeah. Bro, me and RP before this was even live, we were saying, bro, we recorded this at the right time, car. Remember, yeah, we wanted yeah. to do this podcast for time, bro. So you get me, like, doing this now, like, it's like a blessing in the sky slightly. <laughs> Listen, tough times never last, and that's all I can say. Trust me. But that's, that's what I actually want to talk about, the tough times. Like, you see when <laughs> Arsenal were going through, I think there was a period you hadn't won in, like, 10 games, something crazy like that, innit? What were you lot's thoughts on Arteta? Have you always been Arteta in sort of trust the process? We're going to get through this. Or were there times where you were like, no, nah, this guy needs to go. He's he's not experienced enough. He's not motivating the team enough. Bro, I'm not going to lie. From from day one, I was Arteta out before he even got through the door. <laughs> That's crazy. Hold on. Damn. Before he even got through the door, you have to understand he hadn't managed anyone, spent a year on the pep, and all I could see was disaster. Then, but you know, could eat my words this season, could eat my words this season. How could you hear that, Starcar? Like, how could you hear that? Wait, so this season, have you been convinced, or are you still sort of like you're he's still in the process of convincing you? Obviously, the season's not over. Like, there's still a lot to be played. But have you seen enough to be like, I right, yeah, I was, I was wrong, basically. Nah, I ain't seen enough. Nah, I ain't seen enough, bro. It's just, it's eleven games into the season. Yeah, we know what's gonna happen. I ain't seen enough to say yeah, Arteta stays. And to be honest, if he if he doesn't do it this season, then that's another conversation. Yeah, you can say that, but like, I feel like this has always been the conversation for Arteta. It's like, oh, if he doesn't do it at this point, then, you know, do, 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 whatever, whatnot. Like, you got to understand, yeah. Like, if we talk about the dark times for us and Unai Emery, just seeing that he's got a point to Villa as well, like, that's the madness. Yeah, Listen, we went through some dark times, didn't it? Obviously, people can argue Unai Emery didn't get given time or he didn't get given resources, but. We were looking at like some of the worst Arsenal in our lifetimes, isn't it? Like, obviously, I'm only 25, so I'm gonna say in my lifetime, isn't it? But then Arteta came in, and for me, it was more of a thing of um, managers on the market. There aren't many, and if we go gambling for like, I remember shots for like Allegri back then. It was like, 
we go gambling after these big managers that are used to being in these big clubs or like not saying that Arsenal's not a big club, but I mean in terms of he was at Juventus, their spend is different to how Arsenal's model is and they're always in the Champions League, whatever, whatnot. Boom. So them coming to Arsenal is like, do they change the um the foundation of Arsenal that made us fall in love with it? Or are they gonna be able to work with what what they have available and restore Arsenal of old in a sense, isn't it? For me, I feel like Arteta's managed to restore Arsenal of old in a sense. Like the, the love for Arsenal is very, very, very strong. Mm. But did you always feel that way? Um, there was days where I'd question it, but never I wanted him out the door. Like, no, nah, I'm done with him. It's never like that. It was for me because I was always looking past it. Like, if I want him out the door, who do we get in? Mm. But the, like looking at last season. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. last season. Like, early how, how do you feel about that? You crumbled didn't make top four. I, I hear it, yeah. I hear it, yeah. But you see, you see, it was going through that where we wasn't winning or whatever, yeah. It didn't feel, well, for me, yeah, personally, I didn't feel like he was going anytime soon. So I was mentally checked out of whether he was in or out. Do you get what I mean? Mm. I was just kind of like dealing with what was coming and then seeing how it went at the end of the season. Because if, if it was anyone else, I don't think they see see them them all them ten games. He might have been gone by the seventh. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah, yeah, it's a tough one. But I think those that that start of last season was probably my darkest days as an Arsenal fan. For you real, so? nah. you think yeah. so? Yeah, we went a long time being a team that was just top four was fine for us. So there weren't much winning the league or none of that. Now we're talking about early days, but people are talking about second place or first. Mm. But before, all we had to say was reach top four. And that was it. Yeah. Now, still. last season, that look, that we would never get there again. But I think after, after like February, it looked like it could have been a thing. I think... I think last season wasn't as dark as like the last six months of Unai Emery, bro. Yeah, I think, bro. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the early days were, I think, darker than that Unai Emery stage. <laughs> the early days, bro, when we lost three on the trot and then another one. And yeah. you're kind of sitting there like, well, and it's easy teams. It's not like we had a real tough run. No, we played yeah, no, Chelsea in the first three games. Yeah, but come no, but other games, bro. Game, yeah, at, bam. Obviously, I'm a Chelsea fan, innit? But watching that Brentford game was like so funny. I was like, yeah, this is Arsenal for real. That's like the but, new identity of Arsenal. Just like we yeah. able to be bullied and all of that. So I hear it completely. Can't but lie. you know what? Looking at that game alone, yeah, I don't understand why people felt like that because if you look at the squad that we played, it wasn't like half of them players that played didn't even finish the season with us bro, bro we like, Balogun up top bro. do you get what I'm saying Balogun who's never played a Premier League football match before bro started it's, it's it's not the result wasn't as bad as it looked on the surface when it first happened obviously our first game of the season Brentford Arsenal Arsenal are the team that should win the game innit? like it's not that that's not the the point of it but the context is also what you've got to look at as well because there was no Aubameyang, there was no Lacazette, Balogun's up front, Ben White's first game um, for Arsenal in the Prem, you've got Pablo Mari playing centre-back. It's mad, bro. Like, it's not... It's not... It, as much as Arteta had cards in his hands, yeah, he hadn't... 
like he didn't have much to work with. Do you get what I'm saying? Jeff, we had this conversation with me and Gray like not long ago, like like when I was saying that <clears throat> him finishing top four was a bigger achievement when we had that conversation, remember? No, I remember. I, my thing with the Brentford, like I swear that was their first Premier League game. That's when it's like, okay, cool. We get it that like Arsenal are a bit depleted, innit? But you don't expect to be losing to a team that just came from the championship on the first day of the season and it just sets the tone for like a horrible season in it obviously right. you bounce back and whatnot but then first three games were like peak when you faced us a lot and we killed you and lukaku was backing into <laughs> all of your defenders and whatnot <laughs> that, 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 that was a bro. horrible day i'm not gonna lie that was horrible for me man horrible for me. <laughs> Because I don't remember, I don't really remember the last time we went to your home and finished you off like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like you had to mount and have us looking all spectacular. Like everyone was just looking crazy. But mm. cool, you had that start last season. We compare it to this season. What exactly has changed? I know it's easy to say Saliba and Hazy, but what do you lot think? is different with this Arsenal side and like do you now believe that you know you're gonna get top four hundred percent I wouldn't you know I think from the from the fans point of view it's not always easy to see what's going on behind or why certain mm. things aren't working but I think that the the Amazon the Amazon uh <laughs> the Amazon documentary provided some of that and you now see behind all the stuff that was going on with Abamyang and all, this, all the other stuff going on in the squad, the fights. Yeah. And actually, you realise that, yeah, we needed to strip out a good chunk of players and send them away. But with all of that happening, Arteta couldn't use his system. So now that he's able to use the system, I feel like we're seeing that now with the Martinelli driving down the wing, the inverted runs. Odegaard just bouncing around in the middle, party sitting there, and Xhaka's further forward. And now it feels like, yeah, we know we got ambition now, we're going for things. Before we were just sitting there. I think the difference is like, yeah, part, partly the players that were like a disruption um, last season. Um, but I think what's changed is we have some, like, I think there's a fire in our belly now, isn't it? I think. Losing out on top four last year, how we did, um, proper like showed showed a message to the players in the sense because if you think about it, Arsenal should have never been in the position to push for top four in the way that it did last year, in it, especially with how we started, um, squad wise, like we didn't have a striker really that was scoring goals. Like I said, finished on four goals last year, um, like against all odds, essentially we we. We challenged in it, and I think this year we've realized we actually can challenge. And I think now it's more so like I don't think we came into this season with the intentions of oh, we're going to put on a title charge or whatever else. I think it's just a thing where we just want to win our games and not really give a fuck about anyone else that's around us. And if we do that and focus on ourselves, wherever we finish is where we finish, in it. I feel like if with how we're playing. If we was to fall off or whatever, we can only be upset with ourselves more so than having to watch other teams or other teams' results. You get what I mean? 
I want to quickly touch on something you said. So um, mm. you said last season, obviously this is the con- convo we had before. Last season, you didn't really have hopes. Like you you didn't expect top four or anything like that. Did the rest yeah. of you agree with that? Because yeah. internally we had a debate where it was like, no, Arsenal should always be challenging for top four regardless, isn't it? But yeah. what do you not think? So Arsenal, the name, like the brand of the club, should always be challenging for top four, challenging for titles. but Considering we came off, I think it was back-to-back eighth-place finishes. Like mm-hmm. we were never expecting to finish in a Champions League position, in it. Even after than, the amount that was spent, though. No. Uh, even after the amount that was spent, like when you look at it, it wasn't in terms of how Chelsea spent. So like Chelsea was spent in a way where they're getting first-team players that are like a hundred percent certified Champions League, and that would like kind of push their attacking options as well as their defensive options, in it. Mm-hmm. We kind of went on a thing of to shore up our spine keep our centre-back. Obviously, then we done a thing of, uh, we didn't buy a party necessarily then, but we kind of cemented this position, kind of built the team where this is his role now. Like, So you could see like our framework was starting to be made in a sense of, rather than like we had the framework and then we was adding on top of that, which is what I feel like we've done this season. Yeah, I think, I think it's difficult though, because last season, don't feel top four, I feel even when even when they were saying, yeah, we could finish top four, we just got to beat Spurs, got to beat Newcastle. I was still sitting there saying, this ain't happening. But why was that? You just didn't have faith in the team. And it didn't happen. And you know, when you saw the end of last season and them dropping out, you kind of just thought, yeah, same old Arsenal, same old Arsenal. Yeah, I feel you still. And um, when you, with what you said, Jess, I think, I don't think it was a faith in the team. I think it's just knowing where we was at. I think we went into the season with just the hope of getting into Europe itself, um, not really necessarily looking at Champions League football. I think when Champions League football became uh, became a thing, it's when we actually decided to then, okay, think, okay, yeah, this this could happen. But you know the teams around you, essentially. Uh, you've got Tottenham, who... If you look at it, bro, neither Tottenham or us really deserved to finish top four last year. It was a, sh- a shit show between both of us. And I think the game that actually decided it, in my opinion, was when Tottenham drew with Liverpool. Um, and yeah, when Tottenham drew with Liverpool is when that get, when top four for me got decided. So, like, with how, um, with how our season then ended, it wasn't a surprise to me that we didn't get top four because, essentially... Uh, we don't have a better front forward forward line than Tot- um, Tottenham. Chelsea are structurally a better team than us. Um, and obviously you've got Liverpool and Man City who are the two best teams in the country, isn't it? Um, like, it's not a thing to put us down necessarily. I just think we were the fifth the fifth best team in the league last year. Like, it actually is evident. We actually just was. Like, yeah, I mean, no, I hear that. That makes sense. Um, quickly to touch on the all or nothing doc. Mm. How did you not feel like obviously you've been through it, you've lived it, you've seen that the the whole game against Spurs went like a bit mad, the Newcastle mm. get you've seen that all in it. But yeah. being able to like see in depth what's happening behind the scenes, did that sort of change anything for you? Did it make you feel a bit closer to the club? Because obviously. My club have never done one in it. What what difference does it make? I definitely, I definitely think it, it helps bring um, bring you closer to the club. Um, I think the 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 narrative was v- very pushed on like 
praising Arteta and what he does well um, more than seeing both sides of it. Um, I think even for me personally, I think that's kind of made me a, a bit more um, understanding of what he necessarily wants in it. Because um, going through last year, you was kind of seeing like chops and changes in, in certain teams um, that he was putting out or like different like um, tactics or whatever. But you can kind of see that mentally he he is aiming for us to be the best essentially in it. And Sometimes you can want that, but if the players don't want that, how can you, how can you progress? Because you can only do so much until you're actually out on the pitch, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that over my is big time because, like starting from when we first bought Pepe, for <clears throat> when we spent that seventy five million on him, and all till now I can't tell you what, how they even got to that. <laughs> how they even got to that valuation to say, yeah, he's worth 75 mil. I can't see it. So we were spending money on players like that. And then you then see the transition of what Arteta is doing inside. And he didn't really care that he was 75 million. It was just like, well, he didn't fit the system. It's not, it's not going. So now I think you just got to look at the purchases made this season. And you think that's 75 million for one player, we've got three good players off of that. Yeah. But the only thing I worry about now is in our team, yeah, people are saying we're challenging and number one or number two, but I don't, I don't see no elite players. There's some very good players. Mm. I don't see no one that I say, yeah, elite. I hear you still. We've got, we got a couple that could be still. On their way. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, I wanted to. Jesus, yeah, when he was leaving City, and you know, like it was, it was clear that he just didn't want to be there anymore. He wanted game time. You know, the World Cup's coming up. There was a lot of like discourse about ah, uh, he's a Man City backup. Not just from Arsenal, fact, like every team that was linked to him was always talking about ah, oh, he's a Man City backup. Man City backup. I personally thought he would be an excellent signing for Chelsea and it was the way Tuchel wanted to play. Mm. Did you expect him to like hit the ground running like this and just be like kind of ebbing and flowing with confidence? Because he's been an exceptional sign. I think he's been a difference. I can't lie. Like, I think he's been that good that he's elevated you lot to another level. What do you lot think of him and how did you feel about the signing? Yeah, I think I... Go on, bro. I was, I was sure, I was sure, 100% he was going to perform. He's coming from an elite environment and Prem proven all he needs is minutes and you know he's going to work hard. So either way, we we're going to get something out of that. I'd say, yeah, like mentality-wise, you knew that Jesus arriving was like, it's going to bring a, a different mentality, like a cold-blooded mentality in a sense, because he's a champion, isn't it? Like, City won the league when he was there, like, I think it's, I don't even know the like, numbers, but I think he won like maybe three, four Premier Leagues in his time, possibly. So just having someone like that winning mentality in the squad, him, Zinchenko, obviously Zinchenko is not the best left back in the world, but the difference that he makes at Arsenal, like just the composure, his ability to bring the ball down and 
turn his man when, when we're on the back foot and stuff like that. It makes a difference to the team. But in terms of Jesus directly, it's like, if, if I even do compare him to Lacazette, because that's what we were working with last year, comparing to Lacazette. <laughs> like, they're, they're the same, like, I'll be real, they're the same mode of player, but Jesus just has the has the energy, has the legs. Like, like last year, was it last year? Maybe the year before. That You see that game where Lacazette went through on goal from the halfway line, sprinted, oh. made it to the box, I know exactly. It of, oh my, bro! I, I was ready to die. I was ready to die with him. Like, <laughs> was, after that, I was like, "Yes, yeah, hundred percent over with me and you, Lacazette." Still, like, I need you out of this club. Yeah, that was painful. That was painful. You get me? Like, even though Jesus has fluffed a few big chances, I guess against Southampton, we could have, we could have been what four up at one point. But you know. Like Jesus, yeah, he makes a difference. Even if it is just little stuff like telling Martin anywhere to be or encouraging players to play ahead of him or whatever, whatnot. It's like he is a he is an addition rather than a hindrance. Yeah, facts. That's big facts though. I think um even with like how like he's very selfless for a striker that's supposed to be the one that wants to score goals as well, isn't it? Like yeah. his his thing is very much so like making sure everyone around him is playing well as well. And I think once he adds that, like, killer in his in his game, I think there is a different kind of level that he can go up. Um, it's just, I don't know if he is that kind of player. Um, I think at City, we, we know that he's a guy that can score goals, but he's not a guy that will get you the amount that you need to necessarily win your title. Um, and if that's where Arsenal want to be, I don't know. I don't know if he is necessarily the guy for that. Not to say that um, he can't be or we need to get rid of him because that's not even what I'm saying at all. But I do like what he's brought to Arsenal. Like that like RP said, it's kind of similar to what Lacazette brought is like the the, the play. Because as well, I think with Lacazette was kind of underrated was he could actually play football. Like it's just he couldn't really run and his finishing was kind of terrible like <laughs> get me but but with, with Jesus like he's got that bit on the ball as well that little burst of speed and can dribble past a few players and he, I don't think he needs necessarily someone to create a chance for him to score um mm-hmm. and I think that's what we've missed in a long time we've not had a striker that can just score a goal without anyone having to make him like put in a plate for him essentially finishes yeah, what way better way better it's gonna get way better what he's shown this season is he can create for himself. I mean, the mm-hmm. mazy dribbles that you see like every game and whatnot, it, it is a complete, you know, turnaround from what you had with Lacazette in it. And the mm-hmm. whole Lacazette thing surprised me because, you know, coming from Leon, he was a finisher. Like that's Shut what me. that's what he was. He was a finisher. He could play ball, but mm-hmm. you know, if there's a chance. You're banking on him to put the ball in. Remember, back remember Jeff, that was my guy, Jeff. Remember, that was my guy. Was yeah, my guy. I mean, it's, <laughs> I know, man, I know. But you've got an upgrade now, isn't it? Which is, mm. I'm happy for you. But at the same time, I was jealous. I was fuming when you lot got him because, obviously, we had the whole Lukaku incident and, mm. you know, like, he doesn't want to stay. Tuchel doesn't want him. And Tuchel wants someone that can, you know, kind of drift wide and... um get the ball deep and dribble mm. it like the Havertz project for me wasn't it in it I thought Jesus was the man I would have preferred Jesus to Sterling to be honest because I didn't think Bro. he needed someone in the mode of Sterling but I did think 
losing Lukaku, we needed someone like Jesus. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Chelsea and get me to tear up. We <laughs> we had a debate um, recently about two Arsenal players, your two starting wingers. Uh... And, and it was it was a question of what was it? Who has more to their game? Okay, was that it? Uh... Who has more to their game? G- GM eleven still. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I think that Martinelli's a good player, isn't it? Like, I think he's a calm player. But I think, no offence, he's the Brazilian Harvey Barnes. I don't think you can compare him to Saka. Saka's been doing this, putting this team on his shoulders for ages. And, like, obviously, Saka's able to sort of not play well, still get goals and whatnot. But I just think a player in the mould of Saka, you don't find often because you can make him hug the touchline and beat a man 1v1, but he can also kind of play in the half spaces and create from there, innit? Mm. Shay, I want you to explain to everyone what you see in Martinelli that makes you say he's got more to his game than Saka. Me personally, I think that he has more of that, like, I don't know, just kill, I would say killer. Like, and I, I, I judge attackers on that for me, and it is how are you when it comes to being in the final third with your decision making, whether it's shooting or putting or creating a chance for someone, in it. I think Saka like blows him out of the water pools, um, when it comes to like creating chances, but I think when it comes to outright goal scoring, I think Martinelli is the, the guy, I think. Um, and this isn't to say necessarily that Martinez is the better footballer. I don't necessarily think that is the case. I think Saka is like the better footballer as a whole. I just think that if I was to, I'm about, I was about to lie so hard, and that's that's cap. I'm about to say, say, say it. You want to hear it? It's not true. I was about to say if I need someone to get me a goal or assist, it's probably going to be Saka. I don't even lie. But Wait, I anyway, any, anyway, 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 yeah. Um, ah, uh, so you don't, you're not making it hard for me to explain this, bro. Cut. Obviously, I feel like I'm the only one that actually sees sees this in it. Like, do you know what it is? I'm I'm not like 100 percent against you. I just know why Saka has more ability. Mm. So, like for me, it's obviously like you said, Saka's a better footballer. So overall, that would equate to him necessarily having more ability. But in the sense, I don't, of think, that, I don't think so, though. Fair enough. Oh, in the sense absolutely. of that, Saka obviously broke into the team as a left back. Yeah, mm. started at left back. So if we do it like like each each uh, technique of football, each technique within the game, you go through mm. some like shooting, passing, dribbling, heading, whatever. Mm. I think more often than not, Saka wins in each category, which is why I say, yeah, which is why I say he has more ability than Martinelli. You think he's a better finisher than Martinelli? No, finishing no and heading no. The rest of the game, he is. He's a better pass and a better dribbler. But I think that's about it. And then... I think you're lost in that Martinelli sauce, bro. 100%. Tell him again. I needed an Arsenal fan to tell him. There is. From day, there's been a bunch of man since Eddie went and got him on that plane. There's been a bunch of man lost in the Martinelli sauce. Nah, I I ain't saying he ain't a good player, bro. He's a Mm. good player. But you're you're saying his shooting's better than Saka's. No way. It is better than Saka's. It is. 
Martin well, what has improved that though? Like, what, what are you basing this on? I'm basing it on how I've seen them both rass the ball. Nah, well, all right. Shot power. Yeah. <laughs> huh? you're shot you're power. Nah, I'm not going shot power. I'm going. I'm, I'm going at like if I, if if I need someone in front of goal, I, I think Martinelli will score more in front of goal than Saka Wolf. They had ten one on ones. I think Martinelli will score more. But then I how agree. does? Nah, what nah, I don't I understand agree. is Martinelli's only ever got 15 Premier League goals, yeah. But bro, what you say that? that, yeah, bro. But he's been injured for most of the season. Most of the seasons he's he's played in, he's not only had like what I say from December last year to now, which is his running the team. He's not had a run into the team prior to that because he's had injuries long term as well. That, but that's that's nothing to do with Saka. Like Saka's no, not. definitely not. Of course not. Saka's I'm not saying it does. Team and he's been but doing I, his thing. Do you know what I mean? I hear what you're saying, but I don't think that equates to Saka being able to have, have more ability than, than Martinelli. All right. When when Martinelli loses his pace, what kind, of, <laughs> what kind of player do you think that is compared to Saka when he loses his pace? Oh, my days. Um, uh, all right. So, I see... Um, I see... Do you know what? Do you know what it is? Do you know what it might be, bro? And I, I'm deep in it now. It might just be that like Alexis Sanchez thing, you know. You know when Alexis Sanchez was about. Like, he's got the dog in him. That's he's it, got a dog in him. But technique wise, shooting wise, shooting wise, right? He's not doing it for Arsenal. For new shooting or finishing, both. Shooting, he's he's missing most time. He's missing the goal most time. And he's getting close, but he's missing the goal most time. His shooting accuracy ain't there. He's crossing, bro. His crossing needs to improve big time. His crossing big ain't time. that bad, though. He's, he's got back. a few some crosses this season. He's got a, he's a, a, a couple. Player. You can see he's a raw player. You can yeah. see that. But the accuracy on the crossing, not there, bro. And I judge that final. Car, see, he always drives. Every yeah. time he drives, 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 drives. It's invert or, or wide. And I don't think that's always the right decision. I hear it sometimes and it's dragging the player out of position, mm. but it looks wild. It don't look like he's in control when he's moving. Not so you're gonna you're gonna go into like he's not a tidy footballer then. Nah, you don't necessarily need to be a tidy footballer, but if you're gonna play like that, you need to be hitting the goal. You need to be hitting the crosses. I hear you still, but I think that's I don't think that's necessarily down to his ability, bro. I just think that's like not like, confidence in a way, yeah. Confidence because if you're not, if you're getting the chances here and there, somewhat. Sometimes you're getting around the team, blah blah blah, whatever. Like you're not gonna get the chance to get used to like having that then that that chance to um to miss to know how to score the next time you have the opportunity. Yeah, you know I'm saying I think now he's getting that like okay. Um, I've missed this chance this week, but if I had that chance again next week, like it's gonna be a better chance whether he scores it or it creates something or whatever. Do you get what I mean? Um, I think once he's got that them them second minutes under his belt, we'll have, it'll be a different conversation still. Okay, maybe, maybe, but we got we got to get there first. Yeah, yeah, we got to get there, man. For yeah. now, I still have to stand by the fact I think he's like Harvey Barnes. He reminds me so much of Harvey Barnes. They're both like good pressers. They're both mad direct. Like they'll proper run at you. They're mm. both a bit like rugged in the way they play. 
if you took Martinelli out of the Arsenal team and replaced him with Harvey Barnes, I don't think there's too much of a difference. I think if you take Saka out of the team, <laughs> first of all, you're going to struggle. No, I don't think Harvey Barnes is rubbish. Would you say? I don't think Harvey Barnes is a rubbish player. Though. Yeah, no, Harvey Barnes is not. He's not. Harvey Barnes is I don't. Good. I don't think he's rubbish, but he gonna. I, I see him going into like the Ross Barkley zone. No, no, uh, yeah. no. We'll be sitting here in two yeah. seasons more, and uh, he, won't be, he won't be making any noise. No, if he gets a move, if he gets a move, he he goes higher than that, hundred percent. He's yeah. both footed. Got to be a good move, though. Quick. It's got to be a good move, still. And, he, and he's learning move. to finish with Vardy, like no man. Mm. It's got to be a good move, but if he gets a move, he's yeah. Ross Barkley can't talk to him. Anyway, Jeff, we saw he won the poll anyway, innit? That's what I'm saying, bro. You spiked it, man. You made bad burners, man. Bad burners, man. That was crazy. You stopped replying for ages. I know you made like 70 accounts, bro. Ah, bro, I promise I didn't. (laughs) I just think you can't, like, what player in the world would you say you can, like, if Saka leaves, who are you replacing him with? Do you know what I mean? I think he's too big for your team, like, and um, not too big for your team. Like, he's too important in this team mm. to be compared to all these other guys. Like, because Shay, we also had the conversation in the front three. Who's mm. the least important player? I think there's one name that's clear. Wow, I'm you're not taking like Jesus right now. It's clear. It ain't, it ain't gonna be Jesus, and it, it, you're not gonna take out. Like, I don't know why you'll take mm. out Saka. Well, I think the only reason why that argument exists is because there's been times we played Smith Rowe in a front three and we've seen Smith Rowe at sell. Mm. Uh, I'm not someone... of him though, uh, to be honest. I just it's think them men are like certified, like they will play, if it's a Champions League final sort of thing, you're mm. putting them man in. Like regardless, the, the weak link in the front three is Martinelli. Not to say he's not good because I like him, like he's a proper, he's a baller man. He's rugged and everything, but he's a good player. But I just think he's a weak link. So when I saw the Saka comparisons, I was like... I don't think he's a weak link because I don't think we're the same team with Arten, bro. I'll be real. Like, you put someone else on the left-hand side and it it looks shaky. But is that because of play style? No. Mm. I don't think that's because of play... What, play style for him or for us? Play style in terms of what Martinelli offers, like driving with the ball, running at defenders, running in behind, the pressing, all of that. If it's in terms yeah. of play style, I hear it, but I just think he's he's the one you can he's the one you will replace out of the front three if you need to improve. I don't know. But cool, we've we've touched on that a little bit. Now <laughs> there's this guy playing for Man City, number nine, moving crazy this season, isn't it? Mm. Currently, <laughs> you lot dropped points against Southampton. Um <laughs> which was a bit of a surprise. And that's led to the gap being closed between you lot and um, Man City. Yeah, two points. Do you have any sort of hope that you can win the league or do you just think you're going to aim for second, maybe third? I'm going to let you man go first. I'm going to last. I can't lie. Cool. Uh, let me go. I'll digest first. Um, yeah, not pause. Fucking... Can we win the league? Um, no. I'd, I'd honestly go on record and say, right now, no. But I don't want my team to look at it as like, yeah, we can't win the league. Let's aim for second. Like, aim for first. Mm. Aim to win the league, innit? Mm. But like, really and truly, 
what Haaland's doing. <laughs> it's it's unspeakable. Like it's yeah. unspeakable. Like, how, do, how do you compete? With that? It, you know. How do you compete with that? Bro, it's fucked, isn't it? Like, it's like he's playing football manager, but this is like real life. It's not football like, manager, it's career mode. Bro, oh, that is be a pro. Be a pro sliders turn up and on beginner. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. It's not making sense. He's got 17 Man. league goals in 11 games, like. Bro, and he actually takes all these all these centre backs for a pussy, oh, bro. Bro, bro I always see this guy push someone on the floor, and he, it's not a foul. It's not a foul. He just runs into them, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, it's gonna be a long game when he bucks us still because we struggled against Nunes. Wait, mm. I'll be so real. Next thing still. So do any of you have any sort of hope that you can win the league? Um for me, for me personally, I don't see it happening. Um I think yeah, I think even this this Southampton draw on Sunday kind of confirms that, in my opinion. Um, and it's not because necessarily um, I think we're going to start losing games or not like that. I just think it's games like that you need to be making sure you need to get the, you get the three points because a game like that, Man City will will take note and advantage of. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I just think that that's over, but. I think that like, like RP said, don't don't just settle. Don't think, oh yeah, see, you're better than us, so we're gonna finish second. No, fuck that, bro. We're, we're first right now. Let's just keep winning every single game. Don't, don't even don't even watch these next man because that's what yeah, I think yeah. our issue is. I think yeah. we see that teams are close close to us in the league and then we capitulate. Brush that because if we're just focusing on focusing on us getting our three points, whatever everyone else is doing, that's their own business, bro. We see what happens after the thirty-eight. Do you get what I'm saying? Bro. Is that a mentality issue then? If you think you lot are like proper um, pre or what other teams are doing, yeah, most definitely. Because if you even if you look at how we play, um, we play against the 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 big teams away from home. Yeah, um, I was actually having this debate not long ago as well. Like we play occasions more than the matches as well. So like when we when we go to Man United away, when we go to Tottenham away, like more often than not, we don't actually lose because the teams been better than us, or we don't lose because. Um, Sometimes it's messed up refereeing decisions and whatever else, yeah. But more often than not, we capitulate. There's something that will go wrong, and then next thing you know, it's our uh, backs against the wall. This person's making a mistake that I don't usually make a mistake. That person making a, a red mistake. card, yeah, yeah. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like, play the game, don't play the occasion because footballing wise, I don't know many teams in the country that can play play us off the park. Do you get what I'm saying? It's it's hard for me to choose a team out there, oh, Bar City. Do you get what I'm saying? When we're on our when we're on top form on our day, there's not many teams that can play on the same park as us, bro. And a lot of the time when we do lose, it's because we let the game get to us, bro. We go to uh uh for argument's sake last year, we go to a Palace away. Yeah, we know we struggle when we go Palace away, but what do we do? We go there with the intention that uh we struggle here, so let's try and not lose the game. And then what happens? We lose 3-0. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. It's yeah, I think it's it's definitely a mentality thing still. I think I think if we beat Chelsea, we can start talking about winning the league. Oh no. Yeah. No, no, we don't struggle at Stamford Bridge though. You gotta look at it this way. City's drop points as well. Yeah. Points they that they should have got. They've dropped points twice. Villa. So to to say that we we won't win the season just because we dropped dropped a little two points there. 
I think is for the way we're competing right now, probably a mm. bit unfair to them, man. Mm. But I think if we beat Chelsea, there's a conversation to be had. Car, we ain't played City yet. But if we beat Chelsea, well, do you think Chelsea beat... are the bar? Because personally, nah, it's just, just we have a good number of wins. We've we've got Liverpool, Chelsea, and Tottenham under us then. Okay, okay. And we've gone through 13 games in the season. That's a good, good return to say, all right, now the rest of the teams, that's there for us to eat up. And then we got to face City. And that's going to, I think, if we, if we hold a draw at City and we, I think for what we performed this season, last season, we nearly got them. And last season, we were struggling. Mm. So if yeah. we can get them this season, then... It's a conversation to be talked about. I hear you still, but I don't think the playing the top teams were our problem like that last year. Um, we did like drop points against um, who was it? United, Tottenham, and Chelsea, and obviously like you lose to you lose to Liverpool and City, whatever. But mm. like we we don't usually have much of an issue playing these these big six teams. I think it's more well in a home fish, I should say. It's more so the games that we should be winning. And I think that's that's where we've like kind of changed it so far this year. And I'm still I'm still nervous about that because I feel like there's one round the corner. I thought Southampton was going to be that, um, and it, it could it could still be that against Forest. Like you never know. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, nah. So I, I think once once I see us still with everyone else, bro. Because when you think about it, like we cool. We wanna we wanna be able to get points off the of city, yeah, but. There's still 19 other teams, bro. Like, I mean, 18 other teams. Sorry. So, if we if we're making sure we're getting the points off of the teams that we need to be getting the points off of, then I don't even think the City result even really matters like that. Even the Chelsea one, like we could lose to Chelsea, but if we beat everyone else, like it doesn't really like matter as much unless it's fine margins at the end of the season. It's like two points separating. Do you get what I'm saying? That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, so that's what I'm saying. If we beat Chelsea, there's a conversation to be had. I don't think so, though. Really? I get why. Yeah. I get why. And it'll be one when we game take and points then from them. Yeah, we take points from them. We take point. We've already taken points from Liverpool, and no matter where Liverpool are on the table right now, I think they're finishing top four. Mm. I think they'll turn it around. They'll finish top four. They, they've only held what two losses. They'll they'll turn that around. It's a couple yeah. of, days. but I think. If we if we take points off Chelsea, it's a big conversation to be had. Worse yet, if City if City drop points again, you never know. Mm. That's true. I find that interesting because yeah, I hear what you're saying about like beating the top teams and you know taking points, but I just think you are gonna do that anyway. We drop points against Spurs at home, late minute um, equaliser. Same happened at United. But you lot are better than Spurs and United, isn't it? I don't think it should come as too much of a surprise if you do slap us. Like we, we haven't been playing well. The new manager bounce lasted like one and a half games. Now we're just back to the same old, same old. But I do hear you. Um, another thing, yeah, I wanted to cover because I, I have a lot of Arsenal debates with Shea. I like watching Arsenal, and I think they're a good team. If I had to. If you like had a blank check and yeah. someone said go and improve the weakest area of our team, 
just um, just tell me the position first of all. What position are you going to uh, go and improve? Jeff, by the way, yeah, I don't like you, bro. But go on. I know what he's getting at because he's my guy. I know what he's yeah, getting yeah. at. I'm not saying yeah. anything. I'm just, what position, guys? Can we go around, please? Uh, Send him in. Okay. Gosh. Yeah, centre mid. Centre mid. Hold that. Hold that. Really? Hold that. Hold mm. that, Jeff. Yeah, because this guy wants you to say left centre back. <laughs> That's what <laughs> he wants you to say. He wants you to say left centre back. Idiot. No, bro. It's not that. Well, well, why centre back? I think, yeah, that <clears throat> now Ben White seems to have sort of secured this right back role. And, you know, Saliba's here to say you've got Zinchenko. I think Gabriel is Arsenal's weak link. I think when it's like the big games, you, you've seen this season, you've seen it last season, when it's like the big games, there's one player making a mistake, giving the ball away or having a lapse in judgment. It's, it always seems to be him. I understand that his style of play is necessary because you need one sort of aggressive centre-back and one less aggressive centre-back. But I think Arsenal can improve on Gabriel. So I've always said to Shay, like, uh, next summer, blank check, you lot should go get a left centre-back. You lot should go look at Bastoni or someone like that because he's an improvement on the ball from Gabriel. And I just think he won't have all these lapses that Gabriel seemingly has in it. So, yeah, I, I just wanted to see you lot's opinion because I think Gabriel is 100% Arsenal's weak link. What do you lot think of that? <laughs> in the starting it's 11 harsh. anyway he's a weak link I think it's harsh harsh, harsh. I think I think that's I think that's definitely from a, a rival supporters point of view and I think you have to understand that Arsenal back line is that yeah we've got the Ben White and Ben White's role although you see him at right back he's also playing centre back mm. and You'll see the way we play games. We kind of almost shift from a back three to a back four mid-game. Mm. And Gabriel is that striker for us. He's that solid centre-back. He's the one who he takes that first challenge every time. And Saliba sits back. You don't really get past Saliba like that. But Saliba's there to clean up anything that needs to be cleaned up. But Gabriel has to do the dirty work. And I think that's why he gets the... He gets the eye. Yeah, he gets the criticism. But when you think of how much dirty work he does and how much clean sheets we get and how little we're conceding right now, he's caught his class. Not to mention the fact that he's a goal threat going forward as well. Yeah. 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 Do you get what I'm saying? I don't I don't get where this this Gabriel thing comes in. Like I've seen I've seen, right, cool, don't get to see. I've seen the mistakes. I'm bar the one with Mitrovic, in my opinion. The ones that he's made this season have been ones he's kind of had to make. Like, the one against um, Liverpool where... Um, who was it that scored? Nunes? Yeah, Nunes. Well. Yeah. Um, like, he doesn't know that Nunes is offside for one. And as a defender, you're taught, you're taught, you're taught not to let the ball bounce, bro. Like, so when the ball's, like, dropping and he's seen that he can get the ball and he's got two men around him, I don't think he's... 
his first thought is to let the ball bounce, to let Saliba go one-on-one with Jota. Obviously, Saliba will probably win the duel, but as your first thought as the defender is to just get rid of yeah, it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you've got the one against um, Tottenham um, with the Richarlison one. And, and when you think about that, that wasn't even his fault. Xhaka's the one that That's played the ball back to Richarlison. Do you yeah. get what I'm but saying? At the same time, you don't dive in there, do you? You don't. Of course you um, do. Because, bro, Richarlison's literally about to shoot in your box. Goal. Yeah, 10 yards from goal. In, you don't, that, not in a one-on-one situation as well. It wasn't 1v1. It was like 10 yards from goal and like half of our team's in the box at that point. You're going to make mistakes. It's going to happen. Literally, bro. He's young, family. Like, there's, there's, bare, there's bare room for improvement. And he will get there, I think. I don't think he's as bad as people make it seem. But I can't lie. No, not I mean, at you all. You consider but... what we're taking in. He, he's, he can't be. You can't say he's he's that bad if we've only conceded 10 goals. No, I don't even think he's that bad. But like every team has a, a weak... Like No Weakly. team is perfect, isn't it? There's there's somewhere to be improved on every team, and I just think for Arsenal is Gabriel. Obviously, no. you lot don't agree, and you lot watch Arsenal way more than me, and it. So I might be seeing moments in big games or whatnot that you know has like helped form this opinion. But I don't know. I just think <clears throat> I didn't expect you to say centre mids because centre, centre mid definitely. But I think we got centre mid and. Then, yeah, is this for Xhaka? Is this for Odegaard? Like, who's it for? No, it's for it's for Partey. It's for Partey. So oh, for me, it's for Xhaka over Partey. Yeah, I'll take Xhaka over Partey any day. No, for me, for me, it's Xhaka needs to be replaced. Well, not needs to be replaced, but that's like blank check. But I'm replacing Xhaka. Nah, Don't Fair, you think I think you... that's depending what kind of Arsenal fan you are, you know. Rashane said he'd take Xhaka over Partey and what did um, RP say the other way around yeah I'm saying blank checkbook I'm replacing Xhaka in our team I hear you still do you know what yeah going into this season, on the field leader though yeah <laughs> like, I don't hate Xhaka like when like when Xhaka was getting hate I don't hate him in it like same with Gwendouzi I didn't hate Gwendouzi in it like at the time that Gwendouzi was in our team, I thought Gwendouzi was one of our best midfielders in our team. Same. That's crazy to me, man. That's so crazy. Bro. Wow. That's so crazy to me, man. Gwendouzi so was there trying to bite the bullet every single game, bro. He His heart was on that pitch. You get me? That's how I saw it, innit? Fun that guy, fun that guy. <laughs> he was playing hard, but he weren't, he weren't doing that. In terms of Xhaka now, um, Xhaka, obviously, in terms of like, Every Arsenal fan in general, Jack has turned the corner, isn't it? Like he's started performing well, started performing amazing. We're starting to see like his international form. But for me, it's like there, there's an improvement on Jacka to be made. Like as much as he's playing yeah, fantastically, there's 100% an improvement to be made on Jacka. Mm. In terms yeah, of party, what sort of player are you bringing in in to replace Jacka? Because he does a lot for the team where he's dropping in in that left back role. Now he's you know making a runs further forward. He's basically filling gaps. Depending mm. on where Martinelli and Zinchenko go, like what sort of player are you looking for? Because it doesn't seem now that he's easily replaceable, especially no, what, of what he does on the field as well. Like when you lost score and you're doing the huddle, he's you know orchestrating that. I think every team sort of needs that cap because Odegaard's not doing that. If Odegaard needs to come over to the huddle, I'm not listening. Like 
he doesn't have that aura, do you know what I mean? <laughs> See, that's why you don't rate him. Yeah, For me, it's like Odegaard's the kind of captain that leads by example. So, like, Odegaard yeah. will, will run his socks off, kind of thing. Yeah, like, he doesn't have man. to shout at you, he'll run his socks off, he'll, he'll, he'll control the game, like, he'll, mm-hmm. he'll control his team like that. Give me the ball, and I'll get us through the start time. Jacka mm-hmm. may be the vocal one, but then we've got Gabriel who's vocal, we've got uh, Aaron Ramsdale who's vocal. So, it's like, mm-hmm. as much as Jacka's leading that vocal charge right now that there's voices that can step in and fill that role in terms of uh, the kind of player that i'm looking for not anyone that springs to mind too much it's just like there's tidier players on the ball and ball and players that can help us progress the ball better than jacker doesn't like he's not like i'm saying he's not been horrible this season he's been great this season we're top of the league for a reason he is one of those reasons but there is an improvement to be made on jacker in it like otherwise he would be Wanted by most clubs in the world, if he was this amazing centre mid, that's the reality of it. I hear you still. I think um, if there was anyone that should have replaced him, it should have been Bruno Gomares. I'll be real. Um, yeah, but even going into this season myself, like I didn't think as much as I wanted a replacement for Xhaka, I, I didn't think that was the the priority. I felt like a replacement for Party was always the the one that should have been the thing because his his injury record alone stands for itself. And when you don't have a player that's not even that, when you see when you have a player of that quality, yeah, and he's out of the team, and then the drop off is crazy, bro. Like yeah. you, you've got a kind of cater for that. And when Shaq is out of the team, don't get it twisted. When Shaq is out of the team, he's missed like drastically, bro. But I don't think I think it's easier to replace Shaq than it is to replace Party. Yeah, 100%. And, and I think if that's the case, focus on that and then, like, sort out the, the Xhaka thing after. Because like, you, like you're seeing right now, Xhaka's not... Um, as well, one thing about Xhaka as well, he's hardly ever injured. Yeah. Which I don't speak into existence. But um, he's, yeah, hardly, ever, he's hardly ever injured. Um, so you can also rely on him as well. So if worse comes to worse, like, um, there's a... a what am I saying? Basically, in a nutshell, yeah. Party is the one that should be the one that's like not replaced, so to speak, but needs the competition. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because even even just controlling his fitness, like when when we bring when we start Lokonga instead of him, you see the drop off. And that's not even to this Lokonga, bro. Cause I don't think Lokonga's a party replacement. I don't think it's the same position. But like even El Nene then bro there's a player there's players there that play the quote unquote role as party but aren't even close in terms of footballing ability um, so yeah that that for me was the the main priority not that I don't think we don't need a, another sentimental play Xhaka I can't uh, I can't believe you man are sitting there saying Xhaka should be replaced I don't think so I, you know no, not bro? should be replaced. I'm saying if we had a blank checkbook, right, whatever number you need, I'm getting a player that's better than Draco. Not to change his position, though. I'm, I'm, gonna be your fan. I'm one of Draco's biggest fans, bro. Like, man, really fucking Draco. Like, even during the periods of people hating him and whatever else, like, I didn't understand it because he's never really played his actual position. I and mean, whoops, he's played his final, he finally played his position, he's playing good. Like, it's not rocket science, really and truly, but like, I think with with Xhaka, I don't think it's necessarily a replacement thing. I think it's just having different styles. 
Because once, like I said, once he's out of the team as well, there's not really anyone that could do what Xhaka does. Like, there's like, and what he does, just not even with the leadership thing, like like Jeff was saying, covering positions that need to be filled, um, be, like, just having that, like, the, the transition of passing from, from midfield, to from defence to midfield to attack. Like, there's not a lot of players in our team that can do what Xhaka does to the level that he does it. And so, if you could get someone that's maybe even just a bit more mobile, that can um, even do what he does, or like even to like a more, like even be a bit more defensive than so to speak, but still kind of got that like tactical nous to then go forward as well. Like, yeah, Jaka is definitely replaceable. Still, or yeah, he's definitely replaceable. I don't think so. I think he's the he's the backbone of Arsenal. I think I think a lot of Arsenal fans don't really see it, but Minimum, Xhaka, minimum you're getting a 7 out of 10 performance. No, facts. Big facts. And I think what, for the... This season? No, nah, every season. I think Not for every the, season. Every season. Because for the stability he, he gives us... For the stability he gives us, I, I just don't see a replacement for that. Not I easy. Think, I think Xhaka's defined by his Kalam moments, really and truly. Like, yeah. And yeah. Man, them have, man them have Kalam moments still, and some more than others for real, innit? But I think I think I kind of agree with what Shane's saying in that sense that like he he does give you a seven out of ten more often than not still and maybe necessarily not uh, a cold seven out of ten but he, like I said bro the even just the link in the defense to the attack bro that is so key when he's when he's not been in the team like we, there was a period last year I think between like uh, I think it was like between like October and November towards like the end of December bro and he wasn't in our team and you could just see that we could barely transition the ball up the field, bro. It was it was a struggle. And Jakar has been the main key for that in every single team that he's been in since he's been here. Like, it's almost a given. Even when Ozil was playing, it was give the ball to Jakar, Jakar will find Ozil in between the lines somewhere, and then it's whatever happens from there in it. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's, it's one of them things where he's got the capabilities to do things. I think the the collab moments have kind of like made people make make up their mind on him um which is fair in it because at the end of the day like certain men will make the mistakes i.e mustafi and not really be good <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, i think you, you you when you watch ball you understand certain things that players do even if they don't look cold to you that it's it's important in the team and Jack is really one of them players that he doesn't necessarily look important but when you take him out of the team you miss him but that's because yeah. of the quality that we had in terms of replacing him though yeah I still think that's yeah. the case case now though yeah 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 facts but that's not that's not saying that he can't be replaced. Because if if we had signed Bruno Gomares in January like we should have, I don't think we see Xhaka this season. Yeah, not as much. Yeah, that's fair enough though, to be honest. Yeah. Cool. So we've spoken about maybe the area that needs addressing the most, but where else do you lot feel needs, you know, players like this summer, the summer coming up? As an Arsenal fan, what are you looking to see? 
you don't have to give specific players, but like what other positions you've said centre mid, where else do you need, you know, to strengthen? Do you know, do you know this is like the first time, yeah, I've I've heard this question, bro, and I don't feel like I've got to say like 10. <laughs> yeah, mad, like it feels awkward, but I feel like our, our squad, our, our team, our first 11 isn't, it doesn't need much. I think our, our issue now is just squad depth and finding players to replace players in with good quality because once, and you saw it against Southampton, like once the players out on the pitch like can't find something to do or like make things happen, you look to the bench and it's a bit like, who do we bring on now? Like It's a bit mad. Mm-hmm. And it's not to really discredit like the players that's on the bench, but it's, it's, it's call a spade a spade, bro. Some are just not levels, bro. And or not even necessarily not levels, bro. But you see that the the quality drop off, bro. It's it's mad still, and that has to change. I think. I think once we get into the summer, we need to look at um, even hopefully in January as well, like just bolstering up the squad and having players that maybe not necessarily are as good as the players that are starting, but players that are just more effective that can do a job when they needed to. Personally. Yeah. I'd say competition at right wing is 100% needed. Facts. 100%. Like, obviously, <laughs> Saka's great. I love what Arteta said about all the elites aim to play that 70 game this season. I hear it and everything like that. But that, there comes a time, whether you like it or not, complacency creeps in, isn't it? Like, I'm doing well, I'm doing my job, I'm doing enough, but there's no one competing with me. So I know that I'm playing. Like, I, I know I know I'm on the sheet. Whether whether I like it or not, I know I'm on the sheet, innit? Unless mm-hmm. I'm injured, I'm on this team sheet. Sometimes you need that bit of competition. Like that's what was happening with Martinelli and Smith Rowe. And we've seen the best of both of their games. Martinelli not so much. We've seen the best of Smith Rowe from that instance. Smith Rowe's picking up goals, picking up assists. Because he's like, mm-hmm. if I don't perform, I'm on the bench. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think I think it's funny, you know, it's, it's made me just think about the fact that what you're saying about strengthening the squad in January and that. And realistically, I think if we don't strengthen the squad in January, we don't no, win the We league. don't make it over the finish line. Yeah, yeah we don't win the league. And I think that <clears throat> the worst part is right now, like Saka, for instance, Saka is due an injury. Any hey, hey, before the sponsor game, please. Not coming, guys. Working, bro. We'll be lucky. We'll be lucky if he makes it to England. We'll be lucky if he makes it to them internationals, makes it to the World Cup. We'll be lucky. Nah, he's making it to the World Cup, man. He's so worked, though. Yeah, he is better. One injury in front three, we're finished. I hate you. I love right now, yeah. 100%. Right now, yeah, for real. I think we need to get over the line for the World Cup and then Smith Rowe will be back after after that, which will be a big, big, big plus, I think. Big plus. That that yeah. takes us to a, not necessarily another level, yeah, but you see just that that what he brings, because it's not even necessarily the goal output that was major for him last year. Obviously bagging ten in the Prem in your first like full on season and that is it's great. But I think what was underrated from Smith Rowe was he can play on the left side and do a complete different job to Martinelli, but it's so effective in how, like, he can just glide past a player or take this person out of the game with just a half turn or, like, like it's... He's got more so 
the footballing side of like passing and dribbling that Martinelli don't have. Do you get what I mean? Um, and so like it, it's kind of what we don't have elsewhere. Like I don't think Fabio Vieira gives me that kind of vibe. I think like once. Once Odegaard isn't on the quote unquote silky thing or he's not into it, there's no one else really that can like produce that kind of like effortlessness in in in, in the team, like Smith Rowe. Like Smith Rowe's the only person that kind of gives me that. Do you get what I mean? I get what I get what you're hey, trying to say, hey. but um Jesus can do it too. I hear you. Jesus. I hear you still. But yeah, like Smith Rowe's game where like his intelligence and he can pick a pass, but he can also glide past however many mm. defenders he chooses to. Like that option, it would be good to have from the right side also, Car. Actually, no. Nah, not that option to have from the right side, because Saka can do that to a level. But I think we need a more... Like, if we had another Martinelli prototype pro on the right-hand side, where it's just like raw mm. pace, mm. Like, we'd see, like we'd be able to see different dynamics to our team. No word. Word, 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 death. But would you not take Pepe back to be that, or you think you, like you're done with him, sort of thing? Pepe isn't that though, so that's why. No, I'm just talking about the cover done. on the right. Is, oh, is done with the Pepe? cover. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. When Pepe came, I was like, representation matters, isn't it? Like, nigga <laughs> looks like me. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, yeah, man. Like, I'm happy, boom. You must in there drop the shoulders and that uh, step over. I was like, yeah, man, this is the flavor. Arsenal's yeah, back in bro, business. Arthur, I'm telling you, my then, bro. Then, oh, my days. Then, you know, even when that Olympiacos game came and he was like, and he, he chopped the man like four times in a row and like yeah. I said, and Aubameyang just standing there like, bro, like, cross the ball. Like, <laughs> I still wasn't mad at him then. It was just afterwards. <laughs> it was like, yeah, man. Pepe is, Pepe is good if you get him close to the box. But Bats. I don't know if we're going to be able to do that. Mm. Um. Yeah, I hear you still. I think. Um. I think that's where the lines kind of got blurred with Pepe because Pepe is not really a out and out wide player winger. Like no, he's he's, not more, he's, out he's definitely like an inside forward slash second striker. Like that wants to yeah. play closer to goal in front of goal. Because if you look at his finishing, he's probably what he's probably the best finisher out of the four. If you think about it. Oh, striking the ball in front of goal, I trust Pepe to score a goal. I can't lie. Like, mm. facts. But it's everything else that leads up to that, that's a problem. And I don't think Arteta is looking to cater for that, if I'm being honest with you. I don't think he's looking to cater for a man to just be able to play in and around the 18-yard the box. He wants something that can do the the soccer thing and go down the line and beat a player and cross the ball. So Pepe is not on all of that, bro. Yeah. Like, do you get me? And so... Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it happening. Plus, I think he's good enough to not be a second fiddle after in a team and be very effective for a team. That's yeah, he can be. Mm, yeah. I find him very. He ain't, he ain't dynamic. He's one. He's just one way. Mm. Easy to defend against. He's like. Uh, I think so. I don't, yeah, think, I don't think so. One way, always cuts inside, always goes to that left foot. Yeah, yeah. but bro, but you know what? Yeah, you can you can know what a man's doing, but if you can't stop it, what what can you do? Like, because well, he was he was being stopped. I feel like he wasn't effective. <laughs> he was definitely <laughs> he being weren't effective. I don't you know. I don't... For Pepe, yeah, he had yards to make up. Like he used to pick up the ball, touch line on the right, 
So mm. he takes on his left back, takes on the cover, takes mm. on the defending centre back. And mm. there's like, by that time, he just about reached the box. Yeah. He can't shoot from there. Mm. And mm. he ain't necessarily got a right foot. So it's like, he's out of options, isn't it? But mm. I can't really say that's his fault. Well, it's like his fault and it's obviously the way that the team set up to play. So, yeah. Mm. Like, I wouldn't be, like, I'm not going to cry now if he leaves. Like, yeah, it is what it is now, isn't it? Like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> two seasons ago, I might have shed a tear if he was leaving us. <laughs> I feel like people forget, like, Pepe... Pepe has had some, like, proper good moments for us, bro, like... Yeah, definitely. Like, and when I say good moments, I'm not just talking about, oh, like, good games, whatever. I'm just talking about, like, that. Like, even if you look back to um, Jeff, I'm sure you can remember the FA Cup final, bro. Like... Nah, he, I remember still. He, 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 moved, he moved to Chelsea, and he actually got a screamer that was offside. Which He's got one? a screamer. I don't even huh? remember. You don't, don't remember? Oh, fair yeah, enough. It's the, it's, it's, the one, it's the one that Arteta won in his first six months. You know, um, yeah, I, I don't that, remember. I don't watch you like that. Still. Fair enough, still. Well, but yeah, like even in that game, if you look at it, bro, like he played, like he was one of our best players in that game. Like if Bamyang doesn't get man in the match, he probably does. Like, do you get what I mean? And I think with with the, I think he's just misunderstood, bro. And I think with with all of what comes with the price tag, the it kind of seems like he's got a bit of an attitude issue in the sense of he's not playing, so you're going to be pissed off, isn't it? Like, like I think if he was in the right system at Arsenal, it'd be a different conversation. I don't think we'd be having this conversation. But as well, it's just like yeah, you can't let a player, you can't let us, you can't let a player, you can't judge a player by the system that they play in. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I think if he plays for Liverpool, yeah. Um, I was going to say that as well. Curtain. System designed for the wingers, curtains. Yeah, but I mean. Playing for us, I, just, I don't see it there. I, I don't even see the whole... Yeah, I don't even see the whole 75 mil worth there still. No, no, you definitely won't. We, we never will. No, you never yeah, will still. Never. Never. Well, I, I know that none of you lot said anything about sort of cover for Jesus. Is the trust in Enketia there? I remember there was like um, <laughs> times early on in his career where he was just called a poacher, basically. It seems he's developed his all-round game. Has he done that to the point where you lot like have trust that Jesus is out and Ketia is like covering and doing a job? Um, it depends on how long Jesus is out, to be honest, Car. Like, I remember when he was rumoured to leave, I think he's, he's going to go West Ham and that, that. I put my thoughts out there. I said, if Arsenal son Ketty, I'm slightly done with the club in and like, cause simply because <laughs> it might have been a bit of personal bias and like knowing personally, I was trying to back my boy in it, but I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, I've been trying to ride for this guy. Yeah, Paul's for time, for time. <laughs> Jeff will tell you, bro. I'm telling you, not nah, hundred. Like, yeah, man, he's a, he's a goal scorer. Like naturally, he's a goal scorer, isn't it? Like, what under twenty one's record? Obviously, he's not. A great thing to have because like oh you're under 21 you've been on like he was in the under 21s team for so long that he didn't make it to the first team but unfortunately they were just better strikers in the first team in it that's how mm. it went so he was under 21s record whatever whatnot and then him stepping in for Lacazette last season and in some games carrying Arsenal I remember against Chelsea <laughs> Trust. Carrying Arsenal to a win. Hey, that was Christensen just moving mad, man. Come on. <laughs> is it? Is it? That guy's a disgrace. Uh, man. Ma- Ma- Malang Sar had an issue as well, innit? Bro, 
Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm not even gonna do this with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I man, think it depends on how long. He's a cold. He's a cold backup to have. But I, I, I think, I think Jesus plays every game nearly, and Eddie, he wants to play, but if he don't play, he ain't gonna kick up a fuss. There ain't gonna be much. There ain't gonna be nothing tearing the team apart. He, he'll just step in and do his job. So mm. I think, in terms of. Getting another striker, I don't think we need that. I think Jesus plays nearly every game, and I, tr- I trust Eddie if he steps in. Fair enough. I think it's kind of like what he said, though. It depends on the time that he's in the team for. Yeah. Even, even looking at looking at it, yeah, like it's oh, it's so hard to speak negatively on man on my man, bro. It's so hard, bro. But fam, like, there's there's things that he doesn't do. That it's it's so drastic in the drop off. Like I don't know if I'm comfortable with him just being our, our second, our, our number two in it. I don't know if nah. Do you know what? Tell her that I'm comfortable with him being our number two. I would just like someone that would be maybe a bit different in front of goal. Do you get what I mean? Like that could be like a, another option then, so to speak. Because I think yeah, Eddie's got like, that's a target man. Yeah, because we've got Jesus that does well, all the jobs. Not even in. necessarily a target man, you know, bro. Like, even just someone that's just, um, just uh, an out and out finisher. Then, do you get what I mean? Like, mm. if you've got like two players that can work their socks off, you've got one that's really good on the ball, and you've got one that's really, really good at pressing and making mistakes out of players, and you've got someone that's super cold at finishing, it kind of they they all kind of make up for where the other doesn't really like have do you get what i mean and so like with eddie i feel like eddie's really effective in the sense of pressing um pressing pressing players into mistakes um good in front of like he's good in front of goal i feel like he needs to have I think he needs to build on his composure more than necessarily his finishing. I think Eddie gets in front of goal sometimes and feels like I've got to score because I'm not playing, so I've got to prove a point. Do you get what I'm saying? And like, mm. cool, I hate all of that, yeah, bro. But if you just let things come to you naturally, you've seen Eddie score goals like profusely, bro. It's not nothing that he can't do. I think he's a player that just kind of needs that like confidence. Do you get me? Yeah, um, yeah, and I think he's he's developed his game over the last few months in terms of like hold, holding up the ball, linking up, being able to just do other things apart from finish. Because I think that's what Eddie was heavily reliant on. It's the fact that he knew he could score goals, so he didn't really think he had to do. Well, I, I can't speak for man, but I I didn't think he felt like he had to do anything else, but but apart from score goals. And I think he's now added that extra bit to his game. I think there's still levels. Yeah, that yeah. there's still levels for him to to definitely progress to. And I think if he if we learn just that that bit of composure, I think yeah, I think there's there's hope for him to even possibly push Jesus out of the team if if he wants to to make that happen. Do you get what I'm saying? I hear that. Yeah. Cool. Finally, we've seen over on Merseyside that fam. It's hard to displace this City team, in it? And mm. it looks like Liverpool may be 
maybe not coming to the end of their cycle where, you know, their players are touching their 30s, there's Salah, there's Van Dyke, um, Henderson, Robertson's, like, late 20s, stuff like that. How do you avoid being in that situation where, you know, the best Arsenal team of recent times still isn't enough to topple Man City? Do you think is in your control or is it just if Pep stays, then it's long? Um, I I don't think it's necessarily if Pep stays. I think City have uh, abundance of money that can, they can just spend regardless of however they feel. Um, I, I don't think we can compete with the financial resources, um, but I think how we can compete is just refreshing the team that often. Like, and not necessarily getting rid of players or anything like that. It's just adding players that make the players that we already have better or, like, pushing them because I don't think we're far off in terms of footballing ability. Like, I think there's... I think, like I said earlier, I don't think there's many teams in the country that can play us off the park on our day. Um, I just think that one is just down to mentality and two, the ability of the players that replace the players that are playing. Um, if we could have that, like, that, if we had someone that replaced Jesus that was, like, not maybe a bit better, not necessarily a bit better, just a bit, like, less of quality, but still can do the same things that he does, um, gets in front of, like, gets in front of goal and bags and whatever, whatever, like, it's kind of one of the things where, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I'm, because City have bare peas, bro. I can't <laughs> lie. City have bare peas. So it's just like, if things aren't working for them, bro, they can afford to take a 70 mil loss, bro. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. we can't necessarily afford to do that. So it's it's hard to compete with, but I don't think it's that far off in terms of, like, team ability. I don't think so. What do you guys think? Do you agree with that? I yeah. think we're, we're at the beginning of, I think City, yeah, they have a proven model. And yeah. it's always refreshed. There ain't one player in that, apart from Haaland, and even Haaland, I think that can't get rotated. Mm. I don't see one player that can't get rotated. And I think for us, we're at that stage where we can't rotate players. And... It's only the beginning of our model. Like, it's the beginning of what how we want to play. And this is our new football. But I think if we don't get them, if we don't get the signings right, all goes downhill. Yeah, because I think you've seen with Liverpool, they're starting 11, 30, but there's like a little bit of a drop-off, small mm. back, like slowly, um, as you start replacing players. Like, once you take Trent out of the team, you lose that dynamism at, um, on the right. You're not ever replacing Salah, do you know what I mean? Um, Firmino's a very specific player. Maybe you can add someone different, but I hear what you are saying. I hear what you are saying. Um, but yeah, uh, you, you're doing Liverpool well. That now. What do you, you say? I think Liverpool are paying for that now, though. Yeah, exactly. They, got, they had that system, but they didn't refresh. Yeah. And it's, it's important for you lot to get the signing. Obviously, fam, you can't control certain things, in it? Because it's not like Liverpool didn't try. Thiago's been injured quite a lot. Naby Keita can't mm. seem to stay fit. 
like they just lost Mane. They're trying to get Nunes in. Jota was like on form early last season, sort of dropped off. Like there's there's certain things you can't control, but I mm. I do think for all of the teams in the league, not even just um Arsenal, Chelsea, is is a thing where you sort of need to get everything. You need to be perfect to even compete with this City team. Liverpool were perfect, nearly perfect two seasons, like um for two seasons, and fam, it it didn't, you know, they've still got one Champions League and one Premier League out of it. And this yeah. is the best Liverpool we've ever seen. So Do you know why that's so crazy, bro? Because City aren't even perfect in themselves. Exactly. Like their city can eat, really be got at. Like mm. we've seen we've seen us do it. Do you get what I'm saying? We've seen teams below them, like below us do it. But it's the consistency. And what I think, like, and it's also another reason. I'm kind of like half and half happy with the fact that our fixture got rescheduled. And it's because like I wanted to play City when we had no excuses of this player being injured or like like anything like that because you see with, with us if we have an injury like and it's to a player like Jesus or Partey or Saliba or one of these big players in our team yeah like it affects us drastically but you see if, if a City for argument's sake lose Haaland yes you, you're losing all these goals bro but City are still a team that score bare goals anyway like it doesn't even necessarily have to be through Haaland to score the goals if they lose to the Bruyne now they could put a Bernardo Silva in like it's not uh, it's not the drop off for them isn't as drastic as it is for us, and so it's like it's it's very hard to compete with team a team that can have players at such high level replace mm. the ones that they've already got, and that's exactly what I was talking about. Like having players that are just if like if not better, just like level or like around the same sort of level to replace players because with City they've got that they can take off uh, a Harlan and bring on. Alvarez and maybe yeah he's not going to score as much um as much goals as Haaland but the effectiveness that you get out of him is going to be the same do you get what I mean and not necessarily not necessarily same style but it's the same intensity you're still being able to play a certain level of football it's not going to look like right he just come on the pitch for Haaland like why has he done that do you get what I mean like yeah I think that's 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 what we're missing personally Thing it's hard to it's like anyone's gonna find it hard to have that city model though. Anyone, God, they every player, I, nearly every player is elite. They can take off a they can take off a Bernardo Silva and bring on a Gundogan. You get me? I don't think that any no team out there has that kind of depth to the when players to the like Mar- Mares aren't really seeing minutes like that Green yeah, ain't really seeing yeah, minutes like that Calvin yeah. Phillips ain't really seeing minutes like that yeah. that's bonkers well, three of them players start for us bro yeah yeah do you know what I'm saying it's mad yeah, yeah cool man. lads thank you for for jumping on Um, I'm just going to leave it open any closing thoughts on Arsenal before we sign off going to win the Champions League he <laughs> <laughs> uh, ain't never done that before. Thing, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think just let let I'd like for people to leave Arsenal alone. If I'm being honest with you, just let just let us do our thing. 
we all know that there's going to be a point where it's not going to be as fine and rosy or whatever else. We're, we're ready for that already, I think, as Arsenal fans. I don't think we're in this mindset of, oh, yeah, we're going to stay to the top of the league to the end of the season. Like it's, We know that there's going to be a time where the drop-off's going to happen. I think just let us do our thing. And when it happens, it happens. And like, we're, we're, we're all aware of this. Do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think that's, that's my closing thoughts on Arsenal personally. I hear you, but on behalf of all the other 19 teams in the Premier League, no chance. You lot got the worst <laughs> fan base, <laughs> You lot got the worst fan base, man. I, uh, bro, it's mad. It's uh, mad I don't understand. Because even when you're not winning trophies, you've got the best this and the best that. Uh, no, but you know what man. I don't like, bro? I don't like the fact that other teams make expectations for us. Like, mm. like, like they're we, Bro, we've gone. We went into we went into last season, yeah. Like going for Europe, not top four Europe, regardless of where it was. It was Europe, innit? And then we got into a top four challenge and whatever else. And next thing you know, it's ah, uh, well, well, Arsenal have to be getting into the top four, bro. No, it's not because at the start of the season that wasn't our goal. Yes, things can change depending on how the season goes. But you see, like right now, bro, like we're 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 in a position where quote unquote we're looking like we can challenge for a title whatever else, yeah. But bro, we didn't go into the season looking for a title challenge. So if we don't win the if we don't win the league this season, bro, it's not like we went into the season with that intention. So for other people to make that as that that as our expectation and then like they'll use that to then like kill our title, bro. Do you get what I'm saying? Which mm. essentially our our priority is getting into the top four. Like that's yeah. our priority. The next step is to then push for a league for a league challenge. Do you know what I'm saying? Just seeing that we can even do this, what we're doing now, it's giving us hope that, do you know what? If we add a few more players and whatever else, maybe we actually could challenge for the title. Do you get what I'm saying? But right now, we're not we're not there. So I think let everyone like lower the expectation like, and just be happy with the fact that we, we have a chance to get top four and whatever else comes with that, comes with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I'll just say Arsenal fans don't get lost in the source, man. <laughs> Don't get lost in the source. Too much. Yeah, can't we, we do we're up right now, but can be anyone's day. Telling you. Learn learn from that. Learn from that Southampton. Draw, learn from that. Mm. Yeah, me, yeah, man. But yeah, no, it's been a good episode though, boys. Can't lie. Been a cold, cold, cold episode. Um RP, I want you to plug a channel, my bro. Get me car. Obviously, I didn't say at the start I should have, but RP also has got his own channel where he does like vlogs and things like that. So I want you to just you get me, plug yourself and let them know they can find you, my bro. Yeah, calm. Um, yeah, RP Entertainment, um, capital E, space between the RP and the entertainment. I'm on YouTube, I've got vlogs, I do little videos here and there, like challenge videos, I do little football related videos as well. But yeah, man, vlogs and uh Football videos is what you're mainly going to find me doing. Sweet. Yeah, man. So, yeah, make sure you guys um give that a subscribe. Go over there and get me. Say, Bullets Corner sent you and all of that. Get me. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I appreciate you guys for jumping on because obviously, no, like, I'm sure. Like, yeah. it's, it was a bit on the whim as well. Like, like, getting you guys on here was a bit weird on the whim and whatever. So, like, the conversation that we've had. And as well, what I've enjoyed as well, it's not been a biased conversation. Like, 
man don't really like having these conversations like with these football Twitter youths and they chat shit and say this player is better than that player and you get me it's bullshit fam this is like you get me this is a proper conversation about Arsenal you get what I'm saying so I appreciate you man for, for jumping on Jeff I appreciate you my bro you get me ask some good questions on whatever um, I hope that I hope that we we uh, fulfilled your insight. Um, fulfilled your insight? Is that even what? That, does that even fucking make sense? Don't worry, man. We know what you're trying to say. We know what you're saying, bro. We know what you're saying. You're just vibing right now. Don't worry. People know. Yeah, this was a good one. Still, like, I, I appreciate you lot jumping on. It's nice to get a different perspective in it. Because when I'm talking Arsenal, it's mainly with Shay. So I'm just getting his. You know, Martinelli centric perspective is nice to hear. Oh, I love it. Our Arsenal fans and that. The Martinelli oh, drink is dangerous, bro. <laughs> 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 you know, the poll speaks for itself. That's what I'm saying. But, um, yeah, man. Cheers for jumping on, lads. Um, yeah, we've been Ballers Corner. You can follow us on all social media platforms at B A L L R S Corner. Um, and as we always say, you've seen it with Arsenal's journey and it. Progression in football is not linear. They finished, you know, outside of the European spots, Champions League spots quite a few times, but now they're top of the table and I don't think anyone would have expected it. But, you know, they had a process. They yeah. trusted in it. They they let Arteta do his thing. Yeah. When it was time to kick out Aubameyang and Lacazette and all these guys, like, they... They allowed him to do that and now they're reaping the rewards. Progression in football is not linear. And yeah, well done to Arsenal, man. Like you lot, you lot are doing your thing for now. I can't lie. I can um, for now. We'll, we'll, we'll see you on November 6th. We'll see you on November 6th, bro. If I say you lot are doing your thing, you're gonna say I'm jinxing it, isn't it? So I'm just gonna manage right. expectations and that. <laughs> but yeah, man. Cheers <laughs> for jumping on, lads. Arsenal to win the World Cup. <laughs> Yo, free up the gang, they're innocent. Soon home, that's imminent. And my niggas don't play no games like they pull their ligaments. I wanna rack for the beat, I just made that's a minimum. You know the source is different. I wanna rack for the beat, I just made that's a minimum. You know the source is different. Fake you, get rid of them. Fake you, get rid. Fake you, get rid of them. Fake you get rid. Fake you get rid of them.